This is Money, Motivation, and Mike. I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls is our audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you world, and we hope and pray that you're having a phenomenal week once again. And if you aren't, maybe over the next few minutes we can help you change that just a little bit and get your week off to a, to a, better, a better place than it is right now. Today on the podcast that will change your life, we're going to be talking about information. And what a great thing information is. And so many of us, most of the time information is free. And so many of us just pass that by. You know, just thinking about, look at a, look at a library. Now, I know a library to a lot of us is a thing of the past. But think about a library. It's free. You can go to the library. There's thousands of books there. They're all free. Less than 3% of us own a library card. And it's free. Interesting. Now, I know in today's day and age and the technology that we have, and if you have any kind of a phone that has just a little bit of knowledge and technology in it, that you can go to Google and you can find out just about anything you want. If you don't have that capability, then obviously there's other things to do, other things to find out and other ways to get to where you want to be. Three of those things to me is, number one is listen. We always talk about the best learners are the best listeners. And so many of us want to get involved in a conversation and dominate that conversation. Where if we could just shut our mouths and be quiet for a few moments, people like to talk. And typically they'll just blab out a whole lot of stuff, good and bad. But if you would just listen you can, you can obtain a lot of information. Another great way is to observe. Sit back and watch people. See how they act. See what they do. See the transactions that they make. How do they interact with other people? You know, one of the big things about trying to maybe change your direction in this world is to observe maybe someone that's doing it better than you are. Observation is a big part of obtaining information. And of course, the, 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 the number one of all ways to learn is to read. And like I said, books on the most part are free. Library in every major city in the United States. Um, those three things are the big ways. Listen, observe, and read. Information. You know, we, we, we also always talk about a business, and what's the most important thing in a business? And in most time, it's location, location, location. For you to better your life, for you to make a change, maybe maybe you're where you want to be today, but not where you're going to be tomorrow. For you to be able to make those changes, you must obtain information. Information, information, information. Information is more important than location. See, information can help you get a location in that particular example. But listen, observe, and read. The greatest commodity in the world is not money. It's not your assets. It's information. See, the information can help you get money. The information can help you obtain assets. And I always give this example of how we all grew up thinking if the millionaire, if you're a millionaire, you have it all. Now a million dollars don't go a whole long way. So if you had a million dollars and you had a, and you didn't have the information, 
what would you have? Probably not a whole lot. You would probably go through that million dollars in no time whatsoever. And here's the other thing we know. When we know somebody that's our family or our friend and they have money, all of a sudden we attach to them. And it's very hard to say no sometimes to our family and friends. And you look up one day and your million dollars is gone. We look at these professional athletes. We look at uh, people who come into large sums of money at such a young age and they don't have the information to take care of that money. And when you don't have the information, you can get yourself in a lot of lot of trouble. That's why I always say that the greatest commodity in the world is information. It's not it's not money, it's information. This is what I used to do with my children. When we were out riding around just observing going on that Sunday afternoon drive, I always took them over to what I called the high rent district, the big boy houses, the houses that set back off the street because they have these huge front yards. Typically, they have a pool in the back uh, backyard. Uh, they're typically two story houses. But the one thing about those big houses that is common with every one of them is they have a library. The people that live in those homes have educated and receive knowledge and information that's helped them obtain a large asset such as that. So if you want to start a change, you have to obtain information. You need to start with building your own library. And a library don't have to be a big old room in your house. The great motivational speaker, Jim Rome, and that's R-O-H-N. Great motivational speaker, Research him, get some of his material. He's no longer with us, unfortunately, but he has done a great job of leaving his materials behind. But the great motivational speaker, Jim Rome, once had an idea. You don't have to have the biggest house in town to have a library. You can start in a closet. And what a great concept. You live in a five, 600 square foot apartment. Start with the top shelf of your uh, apartment closet. There's where you can start building your library. Every day you go into that closet to obtain clothing and then look upstairs there. You have your library. Those books, they'll keep you informed of the things that you should be doing, which is educating yourself with information. When, I, when I'm talking about education, I'm not talking about going and getting a, a bachelor's degree uh, at, the, at the local university. Obviously, that would be a good thing for you to probably do. But obtaining information is what I'm talking about. I believe in this great world, that good fortune comes a person's way at least once. And 80% of us aren't prepared to take advantage of that good fortune. 80% of us aren't prepared to even identify that good fortune has came my way. So another great reason why you should be educating yourself on a regular daily basis How about when you get those kids to bed at night? Or how about when you get home and you don't have those kind of responsibilities? Picking up a book and and, and reading for a moment, whatever it is. Maybe I've got 30 minutes a day. Maybe I've only got 15 minutes a day. Maybe you only have time to listen to this podcast on a weekly basis. But you have to find a way to obtain information. And the only way you can do that is to make a decision that I'm going to change what my routine is just a little bit to start gathering this information. And it's a process. It's a process that you need to do every day, just like what I always talk about, 
brushing your teeth. You know, we're taught at a young age to go and brush our teeth. Someone showed us how to do that. And then over time, you've done it yourself. Someone taught you how to put on your clothing. Now, later on in life, you observed someone else and what they look like. And maybe you started changing the way you looked in your clothing. Maybe you started changing the way that you combed your hair. You obtained information to make changes in the way that you look. It's something as simple as that, that you then translate over into a business, a money aspect. Maybe you're observing someone and how they treat their family and their kids. Maybe maybe you're looking over here and that's what I should be doing. I'm not doing enough with my children. Look what they're always doing. Observation, once again, observation, listen, read. Those are the three things that we're trying to stress to you today when it comes to obtaining information. When looking for information, I would go find successful people. You can become buddies with them. If you can start conversations, if you can meet with them on a weekly basis, maybe they can help start mentoring you. That would be great as well. But go out and go out and observe people. Uh, find successful people in the fields that you want to be possibly going after. That's what you are to do. If you want to be a roofer, you think that roofing is a, a, a great profession that you may want to get into. You probably ought to start studying what the most successful roofer in town does. Maybe the most successful um, roofer in the region. Go find a successful person that is in the field that maybe you are interested in. And after you do that information, with maybe a, a landscape company or a flyer shop, or maybe you want to be a hairstylist, maybe you want to be a stockbroker. But after you obtain that information, you may determine that is not what you want to do. And so many of us get into things and then realize down the road, after we spent the time, we spent the money, we've inconvenienced several people, starting with ourselves, that this is really not what I want to do. One of the reasons we do that is because we did not obtain the information to start with. So you need to find people that are successful and do what they do. And I'll tell you this, most successful people, and we'll go back to the 80-20 rule, 80% of the people who have been successful are givers. They love to give out their information and mentor and, 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 and give their knowledge to people who show a desire to want to do those things as well. So don't be afraid to go up and approach the most successful person in town. Don't be afraid to go down to the city council meeting and find uh, the planning and zoning director and tell them what you want to do with building a house, building a building, whatever it is. Go to the people that can help you make the proper decisions, and get you the information that you need to make the proper decision. And remember, the proper decision sometimes is no. And there's nothing wrong with saying, this is not what I really want to do. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to look for another another way. Maybe, maybe I want to be a writer. Maybe I want to be a real estate agent. You need to find out what those people do, how they do it, and maybe it don't fit into your repertoire. I've had I've had many of my friends tell me that they would like to do what I do, but they don't want to put in the hours that I put in to do what I have done. And if you don't want to put in the time, you are probably wasting your time and 
the, the, the time and the effort that goes into something is one of the biggest parts of the knowledge that you need to obtain. Information always leads us into goals. After we obtain information, then we can set our goals. The number one goal that I've always had, and it's a pretty simple one, it's also the hardest goal that you'll ever have. The number one goal is you can't quit. You have to see it through. Now, you can change your goal, and your process might change just a little bit, but you can never quit the goal. You have to stay in the fight. You have to find a way. You have to persevere. You have to endure. Once again, getting that information and then setting your goal. And I'm going to give you an example here of what I'm talking about. In 1977, Yale University sent out a questionnaire to all their graduates wanting to know what their goals were. Only 3% of the graduating class of 1977 at the wonderful University of Yale responded to the questionnaire. 20 years later, 1997, they sent back out the questionnaire, finding out what the graduating class of 1977 had done. Now, obviously, they had to make phone calls. They did their research. It took some time, and they got all the information back in to those that they could find. What they found from this graduating class of 1977, 20 years later, is that the 3% who had written down their goals had obtained more than the 97% who didn't write down their goals combined. 3% at a well-thought-of Ivy League university such as Yale, 3% of that graduating class of 1977 had obtained more success than the other 97% combined. Now, obviously, that success can be measured in many ways. And unfortunately, in this world, we always measure success by what's in our pocketbook, what's in our checking account, the kind of assets that we own. Maybe that's not the best way to do it, but, you know, Forbes 500 puts out the list of the most successful companies, the richest individuals, and it's always about money. So I'm sure that the 1977 Yale University questionnaire was about money. 3% obtained more than 97% combined. So what's the point here is you must write down your goals. Your goals are not real until you write them down. You must look at them every day. Now, where where am I going to look at it? Do I want to put a post-it note? on, on uh, my mirror where I comb and comb my hair and brush my teeth. I've done that many times. Do you want to put it in your car so when you drive to work, you see it? Uh, whatever the case may be, maybe maybe you're, you're, you're going to put it into a book that you look at every day. Maybe it's in your, in, in, in your workspace at, at your office. What, what, whatever the case may be, you have to find out and put this goal in a place where you can see it, touch it, for that matter, fill it every day. Now, maybe there's one goal, maybe there's five goals. And 
goals can be simple and goals can be long-term. I'll always say that you got to put down a goal and you got to put down an obtainable goal so that you can see that the goals can be met before you can put out a long-term goal. See, you can't go in here and say, I'm going to be a millionaire by next Friday because realistically, that's not going to happen. You have to put down an obtainable goal. And what I always do is let's put down a 30-day goal. Let's put down a six-month goal and let's put down a one-year goal. If you really want to be ambitious, put down a five-year goal. Um, whenever you go into um, a, a bank or any kind of lending institution that you are presenting your business plan to, they usually want to see two to three years of projections of what you think your business is going to do. And all that is is goals. So let's go back to day one. Just like whenever I get to my place of work, wherever that might be that day, and, and maybe I'm working out of my house today, or maybe I'm working in the office today. I take a post-it note, and I write down all the things that I want to get accomplished today before my day ends. And as I accomplish those tasks, I mark those off. Something as simple as that. Maybe you got to make a phone call. Write it down. Maybe you're going to do three more items over here. Write them down, and then watch them check off. You will get used to to setting goals and obtaining those goals. Something as simple as that. That's how you set goals. And goals will get you farther in life, no matter what your goal is, than if you don't have them. Remember this, folks. You can contact us at mx3.vip 24 hours a day, seven days a week with all your questions and comments. And we love to hear those because that's the only way This podcast can grow. This podcast can get better. I can get better. And of course, you can always email us at info at mx3.vip. We, at the end of the day, are always just trying to help you, help you obtain information, give you some motivation to change your life or make your life better, whatever your case may be. And everybody's situation is different. You're not pigeonholed into one thing or another. And just because Bob does it this way, don't mean that Frank has to do it that way. He can do it. He can do it his way. And at the end of the day, we all get to the finish line in different ways. So don't think just because your best friend does it a certain way, your next next door neighbor mows their grass a certain way, your other next door neighbor goes to work at five o'clock in the morning. You don't have to do it that way. You have to do it your way. You have to do it the way that you're setting out on your journey, whether you're five years old or 75 years old. You're learning every day. You can make changes every day. You can become a better person every day. And at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do for you. Once again, contact us. We'd love to hear all of your comments and questions. MX3.VIP. We know that this is the podcast that will change your life. So until next time, live your life the right way.